You want to find your tribe of raving fans. I'm going to help you do it. This is the Digging Deep Podcast with 316 Media, where we help you do better business. Hey everybody, this is Justin Lamb, and you're watching episode 10. We made it to 10 double digits, folks, uh, here of Digging Deep, where we help business owners do better business. Um, today, I have a wonderful lady who is part of our BNI chapter, uh, Dr. Julie Nelson, a naturopathic physician at Chi Integrated Health. Julie, how are you today? Great. I just need to, I just need to correct you. I'm actually an, a doctor of Chinese medicine, so acupuncture. Oh. Perfect. Yes, I know Thank people get this mixed up with the natural paths all the time, but acupuncture is a separate discipline from natural paths. Oh, that's a good distinction. We're right off the bat in terms of uh, learning something new. So thank you for that. What's going on in your world? Like, like how has this really affected your business? Oh, huge. So three weeks ago, I had a full practice, five days a week, patient load, not quite a wait list, but like decent, right? Doors were open, the clinic's humming. It's great. And then Monday, uh, two weeks ago, our doors shut. And what was interesting is prior to that, the, our owner, Kim Shooter, who owns Chi Integrated Health, had said, hey, we're looking at going into a telemedicine model. What do you think? And I'm like, no, I'm hands-on. I'm a face-to-face -face gal. I, I need to have the patient in front of me. I want to see what's going on. This is how I work. So that was basically two weeks ago, that all ended. And so for me, what's been interesting is it, it's sort of like the first wave of the tsunami had to hit. Uh, and I also got sick. So I spent a week in bed where I was just like, probably had COVID. I hope I did. Um, and got out of the way. And then as I was digging out of it, I was sort of going, like, it's like coming up after there's been a, a landslide. You're kind of going like, whoa, nothing is the same. Like, how do I, what do I do? Like, what can I do? That was really what I was trying to figure out is what can I do? What, what's, how can I help people? Because my love is getting up in the morning and going to my job. I freaking love what I do. And so to have that taken away, it was sort of like a, are you kidding me? I just got going. Like everything was just so in the groove. I was in the sweet spot of life. And then it ended. And I had kids that were abroad. I had a son in London who was saying he was going to honk out the storm there. And I'm going to get on a plane and get home. Right. So I'm fighting with a 20 year old to get him on a plane. I've got a daughter at McGill who should have been on a plane, but instead chose to go partying and got sick, got strep throat. So I now don't have a business. I've got kids that I'm trying to get home, one that's super sick and I can't go to her because I'm afraid that I have COVID. And so it just felt like my world was upside down and I had no control over anything that was happening, like none. Right? And isn't it interesting though? I mean, um, there, there's such a metaphor to that. And, and I feel that a lot of people always feel like, you know, when things are going good, all of a sudden life throws a wrench at them. Oh. And, and and this is such a normal occurrence. Yeah. I would say Wrench is putting it mildly on saying they took an axe and just hacked it to bits and went, no, no more. Right? Um, but oh, yeah. but that's the thing. It's it's because like we as creatures by nature like to get everything ducks in order and everything oh. is gonna be super oh. good and running and I'll be really happy, but we know life doesn't work that way. Well, okay, so Justin, I do a gratitude list every freaking night before I go to bed. I wasn't taking any of this shit for granted. I was like, I'm grateful for the sun. I'm grateful for my job. I'm grateful for my parents. Like, I was not spewing any negativity at all in my world. I was going, oh, God, this is the best life ever. I love my boyfriend. This is so awesome. And then, <laughs> I just like, what happened? What happened? 
on there. And I think I was being, I think, I think for the first time in my life, something that was happening on a global level actually affected me because I've read the papers, tsunamis, volcanoes, landslides in the Philippines, you know, horrible tropical storms. And I always managed to just go, oh, thank God, thank God, right? And now for the very, very first time in my life, it's like, okay, you are now part of the global pandemic. You're not gonna escape this one. You're not gonna cut a check. You're not gonna, right? This is now on your doorstep and you like everybody else. Like this to me has flattened the curve for everybody. Everybody's gonna have economic hardship, right? Well, except for maybe Mark Hawkins, but whatever. Um, but everybody else is gonna shout out to Mark and his, and his awesome fandom career service. Like I do love people who are doing well. And it, we talked about that yesterday. Like I love that people are actually doing really well. I don't want anyone to do badly. I, I don't, I want everyone to do well. Um, but most of us are going to get whacked. We're going to get whacked hard, right? And, and, and so now I feel like for the first time, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm in with everybody else. Every, like, we're all, we're all going down in some capacity, right? And so that part for me has been like a, oh, that's been a period of adjustment. <laughs> that's been like a, okay. And I, and I don't want people to go down hard. Like, I want people to still be okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want people to lose their houses. I don't want marriages to break up. I don't want kids to be hurt because their parents can't cope. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want bad things to happen. I want my friends to be able to stay in their houses and not lose them. I don't want people's businesses to go under. I want my coffee shop or the donut place or whatever it is. I don't want to lose what I had, right? That's yeah, cool. absolutely. It's, uh, it's super important. I think, I, I, I mean, the context of which that sits in is we know that a great majority of the people that we enjoyed or the service that we enjoyed are going to fall by the wayside. It's weeding out a lot of people um, and, and squashing a lot of dreams and um, you know, a lot of uh, hopes that people have for their own livelihood. But that I think leads me to this question yeah. is because of all the stress and no real outlet because I mean, we are our own outlets and we're doing it remotely, yeah. uh, but people are internalizing that. And so how does that affect the body? Uh, oh, great. Okay. So if you were stressed out before, God help you now, right? Because you already that was already affecting your body. So I think what um, has happened or what happens for people is you go into sympathetic, you go into flight mode, right? When you're in sympathetic nervous system, you're in flight mode. So your normal body functions, and we call it um, rest and digest, right? Salivation, lacrimation, like digestion, urination, all those types of things. They kind of, everything slows right down and stops. If you're in immediate flight, right? Because, you know, your airways dilate, your eyes, everything just sort of opens up to, to power you through. And I think what tends to happen is, well, what is happening is we're going to get stuck in the sympathetic nervous system, which means those normal body functions probably will do some work at night if people can sleep but the repair the maintenance the rebuilding all that stuff we do to maintain our bodies that kind of shuts down right and you can go that way for a certain period of time but if you've got people in the population that already were operating in that sphere they've now amped it up so what you're going to start to see is more gut issues right more upset stomachs more right below the ziphoid process right where your ribs are people are going to feel a lot of pain there that's where you kind of store a lot of your anxiety so expect your digestion to be affected. Um, and 
then your, your bowel movements follow that as well. And people that are really stressed out, so I'm gonna go a bit graphic here because I'm a doctor of Chinese medicine. People that are really stressed out will alternate between constipation, diarrhea, right? The body can't digest it and then it just like expels it really quickly. So you'll see that, you'll see sleep for sure impacted, right? Either you can't fall asleep or you can't get into a deep sleep or you're waking up at four in the morning, your mind is just going, it's just going, it's just going, it's just going. Um, for women, unfortunately, they will probably experience really tough periods. They'll probably have bad PMS because we know that liver regulates the flow of chi in the body. It nourishes the blood that goes to the uterus. And so when women are under a lot of stress or they've got really stressful assignments, they will have a really bad period that next cycle. So expect to have some bad periods if you're holding on to a lot of stress, right? If you are the type of person who shallow breathes and you're, you're an anxious person already, this you're not going to get to calm during this period, right? Like you're going to, it's going to take a lot to get you to calm because you're in flight mode. You're going, am I going to be okay? What's it going to look like? What's, and, and I think the problem with the COVID thing is it's rolled out gradually, right? And so the ball keeps dropping. And I think a lot of us want to know, are we there? Like, or is, is there, there an end point? Is there, right? and, and I think that's a lot of, of, especially for business owners, because we don't have a certainty of we're going to get back to work. Like I, I have two more months and we get to go yeah. back to normal. And, and when you don't have that financial runway um, to, to support that, or you don't have, you know, you're looking that that revenue just kind of flutter out the door. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's, it's immensely uh, terrifying for a, a business owner. And so. Okay. I mean, one, I just want to say, so, and, and headaches, migraine. Hmm. So people that are really stressed out tend to clench their jaw. They tend to grind their teeth. So if you're wearing a mouth guard already, chances are you are that person. Um, so you may notice you're getting a lot more headaches, like temporal headaches. If that's that thudding, that pounding, that's a stress headache. Uh, what we also see is migraines, right? People that suffer from migraines typically have really tight neck and shoulders. And so once you impede that flow of blood, it tends to go up the back of the occiput into, into the corner of your eye those tend to be what we call stress type migraines as opposed to the migraines that happen before a woman's period. So people that are used to having massages, going for chiropractor, going for acupuncture, they can't get those services in that physical form. So people that normally have really good coping mechanisms built into their day-to-day their -day self-care regime, that tap has been turned off now, which is really hard because a lot of people do know that they need those services. They do know that that's that keeps them grounded. It keeps them kind of like from getting sick or, you know, and so we've kind of taken out that modality, which is so important for a good chunk of the population. Yeah. And so, you know, go back to that. I mean, uh, I have a degree in kinesiology and at one point um, I helped treat patients uh, with, with rehabilitation from car accidents uh, or workplace injuries. Uh, but one of the things that I kind of want to talk about in terms of the stress that we're talking about yeah. here yeah. is, you know, when a person is under that much stress, and we talked about uh, the restriction of blood flow in, in the neck, um, in a more abstract term for those people who don't understand, uh, there's also an involvement of chi and that sort of energy. And when it stagnates, um, you know, things start to to back up. And so, you know, do you have a tip or something that, you know, maybe a, a small, like, routine a person can do in the morning to or in the evening to kind of get all of that negative energy or to try to at least uh, uh, mitigate or to reduce the amount of stress that's being held in the body so here's here's the number one thing to move chi in the body and that's such a great question you need to move you need to physically move right and so 
if you're sitting, sitting, sitting and watching CNN news and you got the television on around the clock, turn it off, right? Do your five minutes a day and then turn it off um, because you're feeding your psyche. And so put only good things in your psyche right now. Avoid Ozark. Avoid anything dark, right? Like, so you don't want to watch Contagion? <laughs> no, exactly. No, so here's, okay, so I'll tell you how I do it because I am a very anxious person. I grew up in a really traumatic environment and so it's made me pretty wound up. So what I do is I start every morning at seven o'clock in the morning on the beach with my dog, right? And I've got a walking partner. We maintain our distance. But I know when I go to the water, it resets my vagus nerve. I know when I look at the ocean, I calm right down. Now, I'm not advocating everybody run to the ocean. What I'm saying is, is nature. Nature is a very good reset. So walking in nature, especially because our woods are still open, right? Thank God Bonnie Henry has not closed those woods yet. So we know we can get into Pacific Spirit Park. Everyone's exercising good social distance because I'm in there every day. So either I start my morning on the beach walking my dog because I know looking at the ocean calms me down. I also know a fast walk in the woods, about 4K walk, is like taking Prozac because wood is a liver element, right? And so that moves my energy. So by about the 25 minute mark, I feel totally calm. So don't sit right now. Get outside and get into nature. Practice social distancing. We don't want them to close the woods, but I know that is keeping me grounded. I know I also have a yoga practice. And so yoga moves energy through the body because it's breath work and movement. It is such a wonderful, wonderful thing to do. And there's a lot of yoga instructors out there right now. Lisa Dumas is one of them. They're actually offering live classes. And I like the live classes because you feel connected to other people and you're not doing something can. And the can classes are great. And our own Nicole is um, doing like ab workouts at nine in the morning, right? And so I think wherever you can get movement and community, go for it because people also regulate us. Having friends and talking, even though we're, you know, we're Zooming or whatever, people help regulate you as well, right? And so that's why the, the online communities are so important right now. What I wouldn't do right now, and I know a lot of people are, and <laughs> I just want to be an hypocrite here, is no, not your devices. Uh, drink alcohol, right? Avoid, I know, look at the look on your face, because that ramps you up again, right? It puts a lot of heat into your body. So be careful with the alcohol, because that can basically put a match on a brush fire and make everything worse. So get outside. Uh, lemon water first thing in the morning, soothes the liver, avoid alcohol, uh, and meditate. Um, Really quickly. Can I have can I have lemon and like and water mixed in with my alcohol? Yeah. No, I thought you were going to say lemon and gin. I'm going no, Chester. We've had um, it, at least cancel it out. No, uh, lavender, lavender infusers, lavender baths at night before you go to bed. Lavender in my gin? No, Justin. No, <laughs> I, I want to see you at that ab class tomorrow morning. I know you said you want to keep your six pack abs in the fridge. Not an option here, buddy. You're in it for this. Um, for lavender, so you and calming music, right? So you really want to build. If you can't control the external, you want to control the internal, right? And so the dialogue, um, your movements, your thought process, nip it in the bud. If it feels like it's going dark, go. Okay, what are three things I'm grateful for right now? Like you need to really start to reprogram your mind um, to kind of get our head wrapped around it. I know we talked about this could go on to the end of June. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> right? So. So it's like, okay, so absorb it and then stay in the present. Yeah, I, I like how you um, alluded to going into nature. Um, when, I was, when I was practicing um, as a therapist, uh, I had a few clients who had you know, really pent up 
chi and 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 energy um, so much so that at times uh, their their energy was toxic like I could feel that bitterness in my mouth um, when they were around and one of the things that I did discover when I was doing uh, that type of therapy and and working with people was you know how trees and and wood by nature really helps ground an individual and I did find that when I sent them out to you know the park um, you know took off their shoes I mean most of the time it'd be summertime if that was the case I'd take the shoes off sit underneath the tree um, and let that uh, energies kind of flow out and you know more often than not I mean like with really great success I, I would find that people would calm right down um, they weren't as toxic coming back in and, and I mean that would only be 15-20 minutes um, where they would sit and do that prior to, to session conducting uh, and, and that really does help uh, in terms of moving um, that blood flow and making them you know in a, in a good environment. Now I also like um, how you say that you know consume whatever you need to consume you know in terms of the news and whatever early on uh, and I totally agree with that during this whole bit I mean I, I really don't pay attention uh, to a lot of it. I'm, I'm nose to the grindstone, just doing what I do every single day. Um, and I let my wife be the litmus, you know, test to, to what's going on out there because she likes to consume it. Um, but it is interesting because I sleep like a rock. Um, and she, the other night, because she had just kind of browsed through a little bit of social media before going to sleep, she couldn't sleep. Yeah. Like it's just so much tension and stress and anxiety about it. Um, and And I think that, you know, that sort of energy that um that you get you know in your your mental capacity really does manifest in in the body uh, and now i know you do something uh along the lines of energy healing online can you maybe explain a little bit about what that is yeah so how i got into acupuncture was actually initially through healing touch so basically like a form of reiki like where you're kind of moving your hand and, and Full disclosure, I have a business background, so this is very woo-woo for me. Like, it was something I kind of stumbled across really randomly, going, what is this? What? Really? Cool. Um, so I don't come from that background. I'm not a Banyan book. Oh, I shouldn't say that. Anyway, so what I'm saying is, I'm a pretty logical business kind of gal, um, but discovered this and thought, oh, this is actually really cool. Like, I can, and, and where, where my hand would kind of like, kind of light up, I'd be like, what's going on? Oh, I had knee replacement, or, oh, I had surgery. So what I do, so long story short, I got into acupuncture because I was a healing touch practitioner through my church. And they said, you should look at acupuncture because it follows, acupuncture is like an electrical grid for the body. It's a very organized system of channels and pathways. It all relates to organs. And so I became a doctor of Chinese medicine. And as I was practicing, when I was running my finger down a patient's leg one time, I'm like, oh, there's an electrical current going down there. What is that? Uh, and so when a patient is lying on the table and I've got a heating pad underneath them, I can conduct energy with my fingers. Bizarre. Don't know why. Can't even explain it. Um, so what I became really conscious of is, is so if there was blockages or there was no energy, then I would put needles in and use my hands to like bring the energy through there. Again, very woo-woo. I apologize if this isn't making sense to you. Um, so, but what I found is, especially with people who'd had trauma, or who were really anxious or anxiety prone to panic attacks, what would happen is I would put the acupuncture needles in and then I would do a complete healing touch session on them, about 25 minutes, and they would come off that table so calm and so grounded. It was like a complete reset for them. And so I'm kind of going back now doing a lot of research and study on the vagus nerve and somatic energy, like all that kind of stuff. Like how, how does this work? Cause I know all the tapping stuff is all using acupuncture points. 
So what we sort of started a conversation with is, what's your life look like now? So the clinic closed, right? And now I'm going, okay, shoot, I have a gift here. What can I do with it? Can I do this remotely? Is it possible to do healing touch on people if they're not physically in my presence? And the practitioners that I work with, those lovely ladies from the church, have been doing this for a long time. They do remote healing. And I'm going, okay, should I, should I just try this? Like, I don't know if this works. Like, I, I, I don't know. I'd... So I had people volunteer come forward. And so basically we would have this conversation like, like you and I are having right now. I would say, okay, what's going on in your body? How are you sleeping? What's good? You night sweats, you headaches, whatever. And then I, so in advance of those sessions, I send them out a package of acupuncture press tacks, which you'll be able to see, but the podcast won't. And really it's a really tiny, tiny, tiny little needle. It's like 1.5 mil. Yeah. And so for people who are watching and or uh, listening to this as a podcast, um, yeah. what they are, they're acupressure tacks. And, and as she's described it, they're really tiny. You stick them on uh, acupressure points acupuncture uh, along a meridian and likely, uh, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I'm going to guess that as you uh, visually see them through uh, the camera, you're yeah. guiding them on where oh, yeah. those pressure points go. Yeah. Um, and you're going to rub those uh, up and down on, on your body and um, kind of give them a rub and, and that's going to stimulate an area. So they're, and they're all held into by an adhesive, looks like a little band-aid. And so what we do is I guide you step-by-step. Step. Okay, we're gonna put a point here, we're gonna put one here. So by the time you're done, you might have about eight or 10 on you. And then what I do is I have people lie down, right? So I want them to lie down in a quiet room where nobody's gonna interrupt them, they have kids running through or dogs barking or their phone going off. And so for the next 25 minutes, because I have a table set up in my place, I basically put my, my laptop on the treatment table. So the person is lying down, they're live, and I am closing my eyes and I am focusing really intently on them. And, and so far it has worked. Like so far I can feel energy, I can say, okay, there's heaviness here. And a lot of times there's a lot of heaviness in people's heads because you're just in your head. It's the most abundant chi and blood, right? So we, I just work the whole body and I'll say, hey, your hip's really tight, or hey, there's something going on here. And so, the, the net outcome is, and I can't guarantee anything, right? It's patient by patient, case by case. But the patients that I've worked with in a total of four or five so far have all said, wow, that was amazing. I feel so much calmer. I am now sleeping. I had one gal do it for her teenage daughter because the daughter was just sideways, right? She'd had too many things happen that her world was supposed to look like this and like everybody else, it now looks like this. And so the people that I've treated have all had really great results. And again, I cannot guarantee that 100% because it is a person by person, case by case. If you lie on that table and you go, this is absolute cockamamie woo-woo, it's probably not going to work for you because you're hard to shut down, right? So don't call me. If you don't believe in this, please don't call me because I can't, if you're already blocked, I can't move that. I need people to kind of go, hey, okay, well, let's see what happens. Be curious. And it may be amazing for you. It, it may not. Um, I'm not charging a lot of money right now. I'm, it's like, I'm really not. Like, I'm kind of going like, I just, I just want people to get people to calm, right? That's my gift in COVID is I want people to get to calm, to feel like they can get up and they can go on and they can, whatever's going to happen next, that they've got the capacity, the emotional ability to deal with it. And I think that's the best we can hope for right now. Hmm. Uh, amazing. And so with all of that being said, I mean, where do you see the future for, you know, people in the space that you're in right now, you know, how, how are you guys going to 
a survive this yeah. this right. entire fiasco if it does go on beyond June? Um, and, and how are you going to be able to impact others uh, in in a way that you know that, um, so, that can move the needle for for a person? So what I so what I'm so basically what I did is I sort of got up and thought, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna practice in whatever capacity I can. I'm gonna practice. Um, and I'm fortunate that I can get to do telemedicine. I'm also really fortunate that a lot of the insurance companies are now stepping forward saying, hey, we're going we're to cover telemedicine. So Pacific Blue Cross, Sun Life, Manulife. So people that would go, I have no money. Hey, we can put it through your insurance. Great. Um, if you have no money, then contact me and we'll do a sliding scale or something. But so what will happen beyond? I think it's a question of cash flow. And the challenge that I've done, which is really stupid in some regards, is if I'm working, I can't claim EI, right? So I've already negated the $2,000 a month supplement that I would normally get going, okay, I'm putting, my, I'm putting my hands in the faith basket here going, okay, I'm just going to trust that it's going to be okay. Because right now, you know, and I do, I'm fortunate that I do have savings. I'm super fortunate that way. Um, so I can afford to let this one run on. I think the danger is I, I really hope my clinic stays open. Um, because when we do open, it tends to be a slow time of year. Like July is pretty slow for our services. People feel so good. So there's so much uncertainty, but I think all I have is I get up every day, I contact my patients and I say, Hey, I'm now offering this. If you want to book in, book in with me. Um, and so I just, I'm just, I get up and I do the next thing in front of me and hope that we're going to come through this. And I know I'm going to come through this. My practice might not look like it used to, but the coolest thing in this, Justin, is I now have an opportunity to treat more patients than I ever could have treated before because it's, it's virtual. Do you know what I'm saying? And so people like in Prince Rupert or Smithers and I don't know where, if they get a hold of me and they go, hey, I want to try that, I am game. I will mail them out the tax. It usually takes about three or four days. And I will meet with them and talk with them and, and see if I can help them. And so now my goal is just to show up. And I said this to the universe because we chat, we chat frequently. I said yesterday, I go, okay. I am ready to serve. So you bring me who you need me to bring and I will treat them. So just bring it. I am ready. I am, I am, I want to do this. And so whoever needs to find me, and I know that to be my truth, whoever needs me usually can find me. And I don't know how that works, but it just does. Right. And it, and it never ceases to amaze me that people that walk through my door, I'm going, wow, that's so cool. Like, I don't know how you found me, but I am so happy to meet you because I think this is, and, and, and they, it's never the same twice. Like, right. And that's what I love about my job is like, I get to hear people's stories and I'm just fascinated by human resilience. Right. I'm fascinated by how low people can go and how quickly we can bring them out of that. You know, the body's ability to heal itself. Like that is a phenomenal machine. And so that's what gets me excited is I get to get up every morning and hold the space for people to come and as best I can, work with them to help them heal. And I think that is sacred work, and I love what I do. Cool, amazing. Um, before we kind of wrap this up, I generally like to ask uh, all of my guests, uh, what is the favorite resource that you have? Now, it doesn't have to be related to your business. Uh, it could be a book, a podcast, whatever it is that uh, you would that you found useful in your journey um, as a as a business person um, or as a as an individual that you could share with uh, the audience. Okay, so my, I think my favorite resource right now is I belong to uh, BNI, which is a business networking group. And the reason I love this group is because um, every week it forces me to think about my practice as a business, which is kind of unusual. Um, but what really, and it's not even about my business, what 
what I love about BNI are the people that show up there every week. They inspire me. They inspire me with where they started to where they are now. They inspire me with, with what we're going through with this whole COVID thing, like how they're supporting each other. And so for me, um, it's that group of people and their shared experience, whether it's good or bad, that that keep me going and that keeps me excited. And every time we finish a meeting, because now we're online, I am on the moon going, oh, this is so cool. If they can do that, then I think I can do this. And I've never done a podcast before. And here I am chatting with you, right? And so the support and the fellowship that we have and the generosity of spirit, givers, you know, givers gain. I love that because I feel like I don't know that I would have got to where I am in two weeks, like to have the clinic closed. And now I'm suddenly, I've got patients booked and I'm offering online healing. I think BNI just sort of kept me focused. And so I think if you're not part of a network, you need a network now, right? You need a network. And so I think this is what I think, I think I could have got through this, but I think I'm going to thrive through this is sort of how I feel about this whole thing. Amazing. Well, thank you for sharing that. Uh, for those of you guys who uh, enjoyed uh, Julie here on the podcast, Julie, where could they find a little bit more information about you? Okay, so there's a, you can, I'm everywhere. So you can find me, uh, you can go to my, my website, which is Julie Nelson, TCM, traditional Chinese medicine.com. Uh, you can go to the Qi Integrated Health, chiintegratedhealth.com. If you want to book online and you've got insurance, you want to set up an appointment, great. Um, how else can you find me? You can shoot me an email. I love talking to people. Um, and my email is uh, Julie Nelson, J-U-L-I-E-N-E-L-S-O-N, VCR, Victor Charlie Robert at gmail.com. Um, shoot me an email if you've got more questions or you want to share your experience or I don't know, I'm open. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to be positive you can't don't bring me your dirt balls i don't want to hear your dirt balls. i want love only right now i just go where the love is <laughs> amazing well thank you so much for being here on the podcast today if uh anybody here enjoyed uh found this useful please consider subscribing uh or liking and following us here on uh spotify or uh, on our YouTube channel. That would be greatly appreciated. Uh, Julie, thank you again so much for joining me here today. I think uh, some people will uh, definitely find some use and uh, some value in how they can help manage and cope uh, physiologically um, from, from what's going on today.